Well, we got through a Wednesday night slate that felt like a Thursday. Now we've got a Thursday that feels like a Friday. I love this slate, Mike McClure. This is a really fun slate. You have a ton of options, you know, not only with your hitting, but with the pitching. Uh, not a lot that you really feel comfortable about. You know, there's a ton of pitchers where you could, I could see you using them and or stacking against them. Uh, so this is going to be a really fun night of DFS. Yeah, I said there's eight starting pitchers I could see myself using tonight on FanDuel. I wouldn't really begrudge anyone for stacking against any of them, though. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I don't, there's not one guy that I'm like, I would not take a hitter against that pitcher tonight. Not a single pitcher on the slate. That is outstanding. We've also kind of got a shortage of value plays over on FanDuel. I've been trying to start the show out with that. I've got four outfielders in the 22 to $2,700 range that I think I probably will have some exposure to on FanDuel. Give me your thoughts and then tell me who I'm missing. It would be great if you could give me an infielder too because I didn't have any. Curtis Granderson at 2500 Matt Joyce at 26 Ben Zobrist hopefully leading off at 27 and Guillermo Heredia at 2200 Yeah, those are the guys, uh, you know, the only other real value guy that exists today is actually a shortstop. Uh, Max Maroff, he should lead off for the Pirates. If he does, he is the bare minimum 2000 uh, But that is, that is not an outfielder for you. Um, Another shortstop, Jerkson Profar. I have to mention him anytime he plays. 2,700. Uh, but you really mentioned all the guys on my list there. Really, Matt Joyce, Curtis Granderson are really your only value options in the outfield tonight. And we have some spectacular dong chasers picks. I can't wait to get to that segment. I think there's a possibility we may have a lineup full of our dong chasers picks tonight. The top stacks of the night. One offense really stands alone. There are five that are implied for at least 4.7 runs. But the Boston Red Sox at 5.4 against Kevin Gosman, who's been better lately. Yeah, no, it's interesting. He, Gosman has been better. Uh, it's, you know, still a difficult place to pitch at Fenway. And this Boston Red Sox lineup is just one of the best in baseball here. So it makes sense that they have the highest implied team total or approaching almost five and a half runs here. Uh, I, I think that, you know, they're obviously going to be popular, but they're pretty clearly at the, the top offense tonight. I will have a couple of Red Sox stacks, a one through four, a two through five, maybe a one through five on DraftKings, but I won't have as much of them as I have of some of these other offenses that are also implied for good nights. The Jays at five runs, the Athletics at 4.7. In fact, the Athletics, Cardinals, Mariners, and Rangers, when I last looked, all at 4.7 implied runs tonight. Yeah, no, that's definitely the next tier there. Uh, you know, I like a couple Blue Jays. I like some athletics who are getting a really nice park shift in Toronto. And then, uh, the Texas Rangers get, you know, the gift that keeps on giving it. That's James Shields. Uh, the wind is actually blowing out to right there in Chicago as well. So I'm going to be all over the Texas Rangers for sure. Fun fact that Chris Towers told me before the show, the White Sox have two starting pitchers in the bottom 10 in fifth this year. Neither one of them are James Shields. They are not a good pitching staff because James Shields certainly belongs in, in the bottom there. Uh, Jay, I, I want to pick on James Shields a lot tonight, but that's very interesting on the White Sox pitching rotation. The one thing I noticed about Shields, and while we were talking about that game, because Chris took Joey Gallo for his dong chasers pick, and it makes sense. Gallo has all kinds of power. It's a good park for home runs. Shields gives up a ton of them. When he was good, 
he was a reverse splits guy, I believe, because of that changeup. So far this year, he has been a reverse splits guy. Are you more interested in righties than lefties, or does this just balance it out to where you'll take either one? I think it just balances it out to where I'm going to take either one, honestly. Um, I, I do remember him being a reverse splits guy with that changeup, um, and it is kind of appearing again that way this season. Uh, so I think it really just makes me more comfortable taking any Texas Ranger tonight. Uh, but Joey Gallo is certainly going to be my first pick. And my favorite stack, which I do think will be slightly contrarian if you can get four of them in your lineup, the Oakland Athletics, with everybody wanting to get a piece of the Red Sox. I think if you go two through five in that Athletics lineup, that'll be my top stack of the night. Yeah, I like that a lot. That would be uh, likely Joyce, Lowry, Chris Davis, and Matt Olson. I, I like that a lot. I think that it probably will be a little under-owned from where it should be because of the, you know, really even, frankly, the other side of this game with Toronto. Um, so I, I like that a lot. They're, I'm going to be having the uh, athletics sprinkled in in my cash games, and I will have actual complete stacks of them in tournaments. Let's get to BVP where we will find Adam Azer's Dong Chasers pick. Manny Machado, 999 OPS, four dongs in 39 plate appearances against David Price. His teammate, Danny Valencia, 1394 OPS in 27 plate appearances against Price. And remember, this is when David Price was good. Mookie Betts, 1243 OPS, three dongs in 33 plate appearances against Gosman. And then Ian Desmond, 1208 OPS with two dongs in 24 plate appearances against Samarja. I'm not sure about the Desmond one, though, because he does not hit the ball in the air anymore. Yeah, he definitely doesn't. I think the most interesting there is the BVP against David Price. Uh, David Price, you know, on this slate, you know, we talked about there's a lot of pitchers that you're not super comfortable with. I do kind of like the upside of David Price. I, I think that some still exists. So he's someone that I was pretty interested in as one of my starting pitchers tonight. And then on this, in that same game, Jonathan Scope crushes lefties. Not against Price though. 544 OPS and 25 plate appearances against Price. Ian Kinsler, 490 OPS with eight strikeouts and 28 plate appearances against Chris Archer. Chris Archer, another interesting pitcher on this slate. And then I would expect some people will look for value plays against Chad Bettis. You've talked about his reverse splits in the past, Mike. Brandon Crawford, 2 for 20 against Bettis. Gregor Blanco, 0 for 12. Wow. Yeah, those are uh, not good numbers for the Giants there. Um, Bettis is very, very interesting tonight. Chris Towers went with Joey Gallo in Dong Chasers. He's still in first place because no one has caught a dong this week. I knew it felt like a long week. That's why. I'm taking Matt Olson at 3,600. Now, thankfully, you can play Olson at first base, Gallo in the outfield. Who are you going with, Mike? I am going with Josh Donaldson. I, uh, I'm a big fan of Donaldson here in this matchup. It's an big negative park shift uh, for Triggs of the athletics here. And looking at some of the average exit velocity allowed in recent performances, if you look at Andrew Triggs, he has really, really struggled. Average exit velocity against in his last two starts, 98 miles per hour, Ooh. with the average distance at 227 feet, 50% hard contact. Uh, it is not good for Andrew Triggs. Uh, to give you a little comparison there, David Price average exit velocity, 89 miles per hour. So we're talking almost 10 miles per hour more for Andrew Triggs. Just not a good situation, so give me Josh Donaldson. I like it a lot. So I know we're going to start our lineups with Olsen and Donaldson. As I mentioned, Adam Aids are going with Manny Machado. Is there any chance we want to start our lineups, Mike, with Olsen, Donaldson, Machado, and Gallo? Do you like Machado and Gallo tonight? 
Um, I do. I like Gallo a lot. Machado, I like as a one-off play because I will be using David Price in certain lineups tonight. But Machado is the one player that I'm frankly terrified of facing with David Price. Okay, let's start with Olsen, Donaldson, and Gallo. We'll see if we end up with Machado at shortstop. But we've got to talk about starting pitchers. We always start with the aces. There isn't necessarily an ace tonight, but there are some pitchers in very, very good spots. Two of the guys that I think will be the most popular, Cole Hamels and Tyler Skaggs. Which lefty is your favorite? Uh, I think it's going to be Skaggs just because I, you know, Cole Hamels at this point in his career, I'm not someone that I, you know, he's not somebody that I want to have exposure to when I know that he's going to be the chalk on a slate. Uh, it's really not a good pitching environment for him in Chicago, especially with the wind blowing the way it is. Uh, I, I think that the White Sox have, you know, enough power upside that I don't think Hamels is the guy. So I, if I'm picking between those two, I would prefer Skaggs. Now, is it crazy that I'm thinking about fading both Hamels and Skaggs now? Skaggs is the highest price pitcher on FanDuel tonight, second highest price pitcher on DraftKings. Uh, it's not crazy at all. I mean, you look anytime you look at a slate and you see Cole Hamels on the road and Tyler Skaggs as the top two pitchers on a slate in terms of price, I think it's probably a good idea to just fade those guys and drop down. Uh, because, you know, let's not pretend that they have less risk than someone even like John Lester, Luke Weaver, David Price. Like, they all have similar risks tonight. Speaking of risk, a guy that I think is going to be chalk and is overpriced at 8200 Chad Cool faces the Padres tonight. Are you going to have any Chad Cool in your life? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, at this point, like I said, I've mentioned his name a few times. I prefer David Price to Chad Cool. I prefer Luke Weaver to Chad Cool. Um, you know, and when it comes to David Price, I, I think that you know he's obviously just a couple hundred dollars more expensive, not in as good of a pitching environment. I, I'm really just kind of looking to avoid the chalk tonight because, I, I, frankly, I think every pitcher carries a significant amount of risk. On FanDuel, price is only 7400 actually $300 less than Chad Cool. I, I like it. He's not as cheap, though, as my contrarian starting pitcher, and I'm not sure he's going to be contrarian. He may get talked about enough today to where he's not. Jeff Samarja, who has not been very good. He's had a couple of good starts this year, but it's been rough. He's at home where he's been better since he's got to San Francisco. He's going up against a Rockies lineup that is just dreadful on the road. Samarja just 5,900 on FanDuel, 7,000 on DraftKings. How do you feel about Samarja? I, I like Jeff Samarja quite a bit, actually. Um, really, there are four pitchers that I am looking to use tonight, and it's David Price, Luke Weaver, Chad Bettis, Jeff Samarja. Um, Samarja and Bettis, it's almost simply a product of the pitching environment that they'll see at AT&T Park in San Francisco. And, you know, in Samarja's case, the Rockies are just horrible away from Coors Field. Uh, so I do like Jeff Samarja. He's one of the four, like my core four that I will be sprinkling throughout all of my lineups tonight. Let's start on DraftKings then with David Price and Jeff Samarja. We've got Matt Olson, Josh Donaldson, and Joey Gallo in the lineup. On FanDuel, I think there's enough different pitchers we like at different prices where I don't usually do this, but let's pick the pitcher last. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense tonight. I, I think that on FanDuel, you know, you, you probably are picking your pitcher last tonight. Okay, at catcher. And I've been hard on catcher this week. There hasn't been a lot of options I love. There's a couple that I'm really kind of intrigued by, though. I love Buster Posey with Bettis having those reverse splits if you can. If you can't, Mike Zanino and Russell Martin are probably my two favorites. 
yeah, I mean, I, I like Posey. You know, my model shies away from him a little bit just because of the park factor at AT&T Park and the increase in park factor that Bettis is getting on his numbers as well. Um, so for me, I like Russell Martin. I also like Robinson Trinos. Uh, he should be in the lineup. I love him against James Shields. The thing about Trinos that you have to watch is his lineup spot really fluctuates with this Rangers lineup. He could be hitting anywhere from fifth to ninth in this lineup. Obviously, the higher up, the better. And if he's, in, in my opinion, top seven in this lineup, for me, he is the number one catcher on this slate. Let's go ahead and plug him in at catcher then and hope that he is top seven at first base. There are just a ton of options. We're going to lock Matt Olson into both of our lineups. I know, Mike, that you will love Justin Smoke in this spot. I like Ryan Healy a lot. We didn't talk about it, but I am not going to discontinue the trend of trying to capture the night when all the magic ends for Matt Boyd. Yes, uh, it's, you know, look, it's certainly coming, but uh, at first base for me, it's pretty clear. I like Matt Olson a lot, and, and you mentioned it. Uh, Justin Smoke would be my number two pick, um, and that, that's probably where I'm going to be. And then if I had to drop to a third, it's probably going to be Hanley Ramirez, uh, just getting some exposure to the Boston Red Sox against Kevin Gosman. Uh, you know, I look, Gosman's been better, but I, I still want to pick on him tonight. Well, and I wonder, I, I didn't notice where he was in their last game, but with Nelson Cruz likely out of the lineup, if Healy gets a little bump up in terms of where he hits in the order. Uh, yeah, he might. He actually should get bumped up a little bit there. Uh, it might be a situation where I might try to get him in over on FanDuel some way using the utility spot. But on DraftKings, I don't see any scenario in which I'm paying 4400 for him <laughs> over 3600 for Matt Olson. Okay, so basically on DraftKings... We've got almost all the money that we want to spend. At second base, Ozzie Albies leading off against John Lester. He's really expensive, but man, he has been worth it so far this year. 5400 Do you have any interest in paying that much for Albies, or are you saving your money so you can play bets in the outfield? Uh, I would ask you, why can't we play both? Because we might be able to, depending on what we do at shortstop. But I do like Albies. If, if we have the salary cap for him, I, I still have him slightly behind Mookie Betts, but he's very, very close. Uh, I wouldn't argue with you if you wanted to take the stance on playing him over Mookie Betts and then just getting other exposure to Boston. Uh, but I, I like both guys, and I'm going to be trying to get both of them when I can. Other options if you don't have that much money, Jed Lowry, 4,100 against Aaron Sanchez. I like that a lot. And then if Ben Zobrist is hitting it towards the top of the order, I'm not sold on Soroka yet. No, definitely not. Uh, you know, Zobris was not in the lineup last night, and I think that he probably will return to the lineup tonight. He is someone that I like, and that I also like Matt Carpenter. Um, just, you know, he hasn't been all that great, at, but... You he, can't be this I bad forever. Believe, right. No, I still believe in the skill set, and, you know, maybe it's I'm just biased with the name value that he's presented over the course of his career, but he is still too cheap and someone that I think you should consider. We've locked Donaldson in at third base on both sides at shortstop Manny Machado, $1,200 more than any other shortstop on DraftKings. That might actually hold his ownership down just a little bit. Uh, yeah, it probably will hold his ownership down. Um, I mean, look, his name value is so big, and if people do make the fade at the top on starting pitching, though, I do think he's someone that you could still get on DraftKings. So, I mean, look, on FanDuel, he's probably not going to be highly owned, but on DraftKings, I think that he's still probably going to carry pretty significant ownership. So who is your favorite shortstop? Xander Bogarts, Marcus Simeon, Gene Segura? Who do you like tonight? 
Uh, so I, you know, I look, it's Machado projects as the number one, but after that, I, I like Xander Bogarts as the best way to get exposure to Boston. Also going to be relatively contrarian way to get exposure to Boston because I know everyone else is going to focus on Mookie Betts, JD Martinez, uh, which we, we likely will too, but. I think that it's, after Machado, I think it's Bogarts, and then probably all the way down to Jerks and Profar if he's hitting top three in the lineup. So we've already locked in Joey Gallo. I put Mookie Betts in the outfield with him when you said, why can't we play both of them? Because we can. There's no reason not to. That leaves us 3,900 for our last outfield spot. There is an outfielder at 3,800 that I love tonight. It's Delino DeShields leading off against James Shields. Yes, I love Delino DeShields in this spot here. I think it's the perfect way to finish out this lineup. Um, I, like at 3,800, based on all the upside that, you know, he's got a little upside at the plate. He's got a lot of upside on the base paths. Uh, I, I like Delino DeShields a lot. So we've got Price and Samarja. We've got Chirinos, Olsen, Albies, Donaldson, Bogarts, Gallo, Mookie Betts, and Delino DeShields. I have a good feeling about that lineup. I, I like it a lot. I mean, a lot of it's going to kind of hinge on what kind of David Price shows up tonight, but all the metrics that I value uh, on this slate tell me that David Price makes a lot of sense. Over on FanDuel, we've got Olsen, we've got Albies, we've got Donaldson. We have Delino DeShields and Mookie Betts both in the lineup? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, a little bit of a question mark from both of us on that uh on that one, but it's looking like we're going to need to save a little bit of money somewhere. Who is your favorite shortstop over on FanDuel? Uh, for me, it's going to be Max Moroff. If he's in the lineup, and I'm projecting him to be in this lineup tonight, he should be leading off. He's bare minimum 2,000. It's pretty much the best free square you can get tonight on FanDuel. And then we talked about all those value outfielders on FanDuel. Granderson, Joyce, Zobris, Teredia. Who's your favorite value outfielder of those four? Uh, probably the cheapest, the one that's in the lineup that's the cheapest. Uh, Granderson at this point because I'm projecting him to lead off, uh, hitting you know in front of Josh Donaldson. Okay, that leaves us 52.50. So at starting pitcher, we still have a utility to fill, of course. We're not quite doing pitcher last because I want to kind of tell you what the options are. We can go with David Price, and that's going to leave us 3,100 for our final utility spot. Or we can drop down to Samarja, which is going to leave us 46 for utility. So you can have a $4,600 player and Jeff Samarja or a $3,100 player and David Price. Um, I think that I'll probably roll with David Price. At the, well, wow, it's close. It's really, really close there. Because um, I, I wouldn't spend the money. I would probably play Samarja and someone like Hanley Ramirez but that, that's leaving a lot of cap on the table. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily like that. I guess what you could do is play Samarja and then play somebody better than Moroff at shortstop and then go a little bit cheaper at utility. Yeah, no, that's definitely a strategy there. Uh, if I did that, I would probably... Go with Bogarts? Try to get, yeah, I would try to get Bogarts in there at 3700 That leaves us 2900 for a utility on FanDuel. You've got Danny Valencia against Price. Mike probably doesn't love that. You've got Buster Posey also in the $2,900 range, Marcelo Zuna, and Matt Carpenter. Uh, for me, I probably like Matt Carpenter the best here. Uh, I, he's projects really well. I don't think anyone's going to own him because of the way he's played recently. But once again, I am a believer that he's still a good player. 
So on FanDuel, we've got Samarja, Olsen, and Albies. We've got Donaldson, Bogarts, and DeShields. We've got Betts, Granderson, and Carpenter. That's probably a little bit more of a contrarian lineup than the DraftKings lineup we put together. I like them both. These won't be our exact lineups that we put on Sportsline tonight. And for those, you should go to Sportsline just about 30 to 45 minutes before lock. Get Mike's optimal lineup. Get my contrarian lineup. If you have not signed up yet, go to Sportsline. Put in the promo code DFS podcast. You can get all of our lineups for the first month for just $1. It's going to be a winning night tonight, Mike. Big winning night tonight in DFS. I, I like these lineups a lot. And like I said, you know, you said it's a contrarian lineup, but you know, we're not confident with any of these top starting pitchers. So I really value getting all the bats that you want tonight. And the best part of all, almost always when it's a Thursday and you say it feels like a Friday, that is a very bad thing because you still have one more day of work left. It's a very good thing in this situation because we're going to be back tomorrow with another Friday Sunday.